0: Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk about controversial happenings in pop culture to help make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. This week we'll be covering the new Dancing with the Stars cast, Adele trending on Twitter, and dating rumors between Tommy Lauren and Jay Cutler. Let's discuss.
1: What is that, Padre?
0: Hey, girly. Oh, that was a cute intro. Oh, well, you ruined it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, you guys, just a heads up. We got some insider feedback from one of our listeners, and she said that we l- she loves when Audrey and I disagree. So from here on out, we're disagreeing on everything.
0: Every single little thing.
1: So even the fact that I just thought Audrey had a cute intro to there, what's your response to that?
0: Couldn't be me. No. The answer
1: <laughs> is no. It wasn't a cute intro at all.
0: No, it was good. We've talked about it for far too long though
1: <laughs> i'm just giving them a heads up like there's going to be some conflict
0: yeah but there are, we've already like what we do before the episodes is sit down and decide what we're going to talk about and we already know like when we're going to be disagreeing so i know we're going to have some thoughts but i have no idea on some other thoughts so we should just dive right in shall we
1: yeah this is going to be a spicy episode so buckle up ladies and gentlemen
0: yes do that <laughs> all righty well take it away first story
1: Okay, let's dive right in, you guys. Our first story today is about Dancing with the Stars. The new cast of Dancing with the Stars was announced this week, and the lineup is absolutely wild. Everybody... Oh.
0: Buckle up. Buckle up twice.
1: (laughs) You guys, if you're not already buckled in, this is your final warning. (laughs) Okay, the lineup is as follows. We've got head coach Monica from Cheer. We have the one and only Carol Baskin from Tiger King. We've got Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. We have Super Bowl champion Vernon Davis. We have TV and film actress Anne. How the hell do you say that last name? Hesh. 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 Sure. We'll find out. We got <laughs> Disney Channel actress Sky Jackson. We've got actress Justina Machado from One Day at a Time. Backstreet Boys singer AJ McLean. Emmy Award-winning host of The Real, Jeannie May
0: hmm
1: We have TV and film actor Jesse Metcalf?
0: Metcalf. Holy shit.
1: Oh, my God. I don't even know it. I'm so sorry. Oh, my
0: God. The disrespect.
1: We've got Nelly. He doesn't even need an intro. We have the TV host of Catfish, Nev Schulman, former NBA star Ch- Charles Oakley from The Last Dance also. Plug that in there. We have Chris Shell from Selling Sunset. Very topical for us. And then, mm-hmm. of course, we have Olympic figure skater and on our on-air commentator Johnny Weir.
0: Okay. So there's a couple of these people who I had to Google, but then once I Google them, I'm like, yes, know them. And then there's a couple of people where I have very strong opinions on. And there's also a couple of people where I'm super excited. So I don't know, like, I, maybe we should just go down the list and, you know, if it's irrelevant, we can just skim right by. Yeah. I like that. So starting with Monica from Cheer. Now when I first, because actually our friend Nadia texted us and was like, oh my God, Monica from Cheer. And I was like, Monica from Cheer. Like, what the fuck is Cheer? Like, I actually forgot about that portion. Was that even in quarantine? Was that in it quarantine? Se-
1: no, I don't think so. It was so long ago, it oh, feels. Let so me weird. look. Oh, wait, it's time
0: to? <gasps> Googling it. Uh- <laughs> that was actually different. Against <laughs> gets- <laughs> every time.
1: That was not it at all. Uh, January 2020.
0: Oh, wow. That's crazy because I really couldn't have told you. And I remember Cheer, you know, Cheer was a big thing. What are your thoughts on Monica? just as a person.
1: Okay, well like you're going to be so maternal. I mean, I'm going to get some I'm going to get some hate again, but I've only seen like one episode of Cheer. Talking, oh my God. I know,
0: Audrey, I'm sorry. I'm like, I told you I'm it was going to be spicy. You know, here's the thing, like what what would have been wrong with Jerry? Like Jerry and and you don't know any of this, and so you can just just stop pretending like you know. Like she's shaking her head like, "Oh yeah, Jerry, for sure." I'm like, "No, no, no. There was this thing that I saw where Okay, so um there's this underwear commercial or an underwear product called, I believe it's called Finks with an X. And it's like, um, period panties where like, it's like a pad in the underwear and I'm going somewhere with this. (laughs) It seems like I took a large turn, but I swear someone came across, she's laughing silently. She does that. (laughs) Someone came across a, okay. An Instagram ad for these period panties and Jerry was doing the ad. But the What part of was the water? There was a, a cameo watermark on the ad, meaning that did thinks like hire Jerry from Cameo. You know what, his Cameo's fee is probably like a hundred bucks or something to do this ad. And then pro- I feel like there's some legality issues. But either way, if he consented to doing thinks advertising, you would think that he would consent to being on Dancing with the Stars. And he was the crowd favorite from Cheers. So I'm just a little confused.
1: Wait, that's wild. I wonder how much you got paid for that. And also, you bringing up Cameo just made me come up with a new goal for us that we should be on Cameo in a year.
0: That would be so funny. Yeah. That would be our one source of income from this.
1: Podcast. And maybe it would cover a new microphone. Maybe.
0: Maybe it would cover the $10 a month fee that we pay to yeah, so have true. our RFS feed. So true. <laughs>
1: Wait, so like overall, are you happy that Monica is on the show?
0: On the cast. Okay. i mean she's fine yeah whatever okay moving on, on. okay carol baskin's the second on this list and we're not going to do this with everybody because truly like there's only five people that i really wanted to specifically touch on but like i need to know your thoughts on carol baskin oh i was i could
1: not be more thrilled i think tiger king took the world by storm more than any show has in the last five years that's a bold statement but i'm gonna go there And I do have to say, you know, I know sometimes on the show we read some tweets, and I saw one tweet this week. It really caught my eye. Um, It was tweeted by @oddsweatherhead. I don't know if you guys follow her or have heard of her, but I just really thought it deserves some recognition on the pod. She said, can Carol Baskin do the killed her husband whacked him TikTok dance on Dancing with the Stars? It would be a cultural reset. And that... perfectly sums up how I feel. I think there's going to be so many moments that are just going to go absolutely viral. Dancing with the Stars is going to have amazing ratings this season. They're going to get so many new viewers, Gen Z maybe, because I feel like the audience is getting older every year. And I think by pulling in people like Chrishell and Carol Baskin, they're going to get so many viewers. So good for them.
0: Okay. So here is my thing with Dancing with the Stars in general. like. I think almost every single time they drop a lineup, I'm like, great. I love these five people, so I'm going to watch. And then, and they, and that gets the hype, and that gets the, uh, like, initial viewership. But then they go home because they're ass at at dancing. And you have to actually kind of be okay at dancing, like, you can't just like scoot by just because you're famous or just because you're like, you know, iconically viral or whatever. So I feel like that might be, I'm just putting in my predictions right now that that might be what happens to Carol Baskin. But the other thing is like, I probably won't end up watching like after the first episode when I can see them all dance. The thing is like, I don't know about any of our listeners, but I grew up exclusively watching every season of So You Think You Can Dance. Like it was such an incredible production and it went to absolute hell like in the last five years. But this doesn't compare because, you know, these are famous people. They're not professional dancers. And then there's always, like, one person who's, like, a gymnast who, like, knows how to do choreography and is really strong. And then they just, like, win or whatever. So I also want to get your thoughts on, like, our predictions for who's going to win just for funsies. But- oh, yeah.
1: I also have to say I one more thought on Carol, my girl, is that... I think her outfits are going to be out of this world. I'm so excited to see her outfits because do you remember when they kind of panned over her clothes in the show? She's, her wardrobe is insane.
0: Yes. Okay. But my last thing is like, didn't we all like collectively agree that she like for or sure killed her husband? Like, I'm yeah, we just did. confused. Like, no, I don't didn't. stand her. So I'm just confused. Like, do you stand her? And like, if so, like, we should talk about that.
1: No, I I definitely don't stand her. Do I stand her on Dancing with the Stars? Yes.
0: Okay, cool. Good to know. Just want to make sure we were on the same page about that.
1: <laughs> no, she absolutely did kill her husband.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. Caitlin Bristow. I mean, I don't have a lot to say. Like she, you know, she's got her wine podcast, she's got her husband, she's got her Instagram. She's she's just like the pinnacle of influencers, and I'm happy for her and I don't really give a shit, to be
1: honest. I have to say about Caitlin. I think I am so impressed with her. I don't really follow her that much. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of hers. I like her a lot. I just don't actively follow her. But I will give her this. She has truly made her post-bachelor and bachelorette journey a marathon, not a sprint. I am so impressed with how she is still relevant. I think people stay relevant for maybe a year, maybe two years. She is really hanging on. I have to give her respect for that. She's a hustler. And I'm happy for her being on the show. Low-key, I was getting annoyed at how often she would shade everybody on Twitter, being like, oh, look, another bachelorette or another bachelor getting to go on Dancing with the Stars. I was never. I was gypped. And it was getting kind of old. So I'm glad that she's just finally getting her moment, and we can close this chapter. And I think she'll do well.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's a classic cast for this show, and she's very beautiful. Yeah. Super Bowl champion, Vernon Davis, you know, I'm not really a huge football follower, but I'm really happy for him. I'm really glad that we are, you know, having some really, some big burly men showing that there's nothing wrong with dancing your booty off and it makes you just an even more manlier man. So I love that.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's always got to be a big athlete. So I'm happy for Vernon. Good for you.
0: Yeah. I love that. Anne hash don't know her. I mean, I've looked her up and I'm sure she's been in some stuff, but I don't have any opinions on that. So that's fine. Sky Jackson is a Disney Channeler gal. She is known for what's that show? Oh my god. Um True um, is it
1: True Jackson? Jesse.
0: Jesse. Like the hey Jesse, that one.
1: I think I don't I didn't have Disney Channel growing
0: up. You didn't? Oh my god, your childhood was robbed. Sabrina? I'm gonna be seeking damages. <laughs> okay, well whatever. She's really cute and I'm happy for her. Justin Machado, don't know him. AJ McLean, don't know him. Jeannie Mai actually was, she was like a host of a show that I used to watch. The Real? No, no, no. It wasn't The Real. It was How Do I Look? Do you remember that show? That was on TLC, I believe. It was like a, I think it was like a fashion makeover show. But anyway, she's like, you know, she's definitely a B C lister, but... Oh my gosh, she's forty-one.
1: oh my god, I ju- oh my god. I, Audrey, I'm not even kidding. I just was looking at that, and whoa, she's, she's so forty-one. Beautiful. She looks so good.
0: She's fire. I'm sure she's going to be really good. I just I have a feeling about that. Jesse Metcalf. So you really don't do not know who that is. I'm just. I need to confirm.
1: I mean, I'm googling. I'm googling. I'm sorry.
0: Wait, wait, don't google it. I'm going to tell you because you're going to know. Okay. John Tucker.
1: Oh. Something about the spelling of the name may have thrown me off. I had no idea who that was.
0: Dude, I actually, this is, this reminds me because yesterday I was, bra- this is off topic, but I was brainstorming like a good TikTok idea and I don't really want to do it. So I'm just going to like tell everybody what it was going to be. So I was just going to do like a little slideshow of like movies that hit different, you know, and the music was going to be like, so dumb, bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 and you hit it like every two you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So here were the movies that I had in mind. Um the first was gonna be National Treasure because every time I watch that movie, like it's just like I can't believe the way we disrespected Nick Cage for so long. Amen. Um the other one that I had in mind was a Cinderella story, because it's just like a classic and like it's just it's it's so good. John Tucker Must Die now that I'm thinking of it. Aquamarine, such a good movie. And I just have so many more in my mind, but I just, let me know guys, should I just make the TikTok? Should I just send it?
1: No, make it today.
0: Okay. I just have to think of more movies. Like I need to get into that mental space. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I could go down. the. No, that one doesn't, that one doesn't hit (laughs) that. Like there are (laughs) ones where you you know, when you watch and you're like, oh, this is bad. Like, I can't believe that I, like, you know, I stand so hard. But then there are some movies and you go back and you're like, oh, you know what it is? Freaky Friday is so fucking funny. It's a masterpiece. James and I watched it the other night and he turned it on at, like, 11 just to, like, fall asleep to. And I was up until 1230, like, finishing it because it's so good. And I was laughing even harder than, like, the first time I ever watched it. Also, when I had an iPod video, I only had like six movies on it. It was like Freaky Friday. I had Big Hero 6 on there. I had Cheaper by the Dozen and I had Cars and I would just watch those and fall asleep to them because that's like I needed noise. So I can like pretty much recite Freaky Friday, but I never really watched it. So when I watched it, I was just like entranced.
1: Wow. Now I kind of want to watch that tonight. I watched the Princess Diaries recently. Did we already talk about that?
0: Princess Diaries hit so good. It hits so, so good. good. Oh my God. Like I watched the first one and the second one and like as I was working, just had it on the background and it was such a vibe.
1: You want to know a movie. I know we're talking about ones that hit better than we thought they did. Um, On the opposite end of the spectrum, ones that are you watch now and you go, Oh my God. God, I can't believe I like that. Cheetah Girls. Let me tell you all right now, if you ever are thinking, oh, I want a fun little throwback movie to put on. Let's watch Cheetah Girls. Ha ha. That'll be so fun. Don't. It wasn't even funny. It actually ruined me as to how bad it was and how much I wanted to be a Cheetah Girl. And it, it actually made me upset because of how bad it was. It wasn't even funny. So please truly don't watch it.
0: That's a great call. I actually do agree with you there um okay great so Jesse Metcalf that was a little tangent but that's okay um Nellie love cool I like
1: that for him I think you know we haven't really seen a ton from him recently and I think this could be a fun way for him to get back into the public eye he deserves it
0: yeah I'm here for it Neve Shulman I actually just I really love him did you ever watch Catfish or no
1: Yes, but not, like, I would just kind of watch it here and there whenever I'd find it on TV, because, again, I That's just had the, bird the cable.
0: Now, but it's-
1: no, I did. I swear to God, I did. Mm-hmm. I think he's, um, I don't know. He's an attractive dude. He'll do well. I actually,
0: I'm more of a fan of the other guy, Max or whatever, but it's cool.
1: Okay, well, another disagreement.
0: Okay. Um, Charles Oakley. That's cool. Oh, yes. That's cool. And then we have Chris Schell she's just I think she's gonna kill it she's gonna fucking rock the stage this is going to you know for other like okay for some Dancing with the Stars is really kind of like a last hurrah you know people who have settled out of the spotlight for some time and then for others it's like people who are on the rise you know and Chrishell is absolutely one of those people like you could argue that she is more famous than her mans that um just what's his name fucking Justin like 100%
1: Oh, 100% she I is. Sense
0: it's popping off and like she already was living a Hollywood lifestyle. So it's only going to be too so long until she is, you know, a famous actress.
1: And I have a hot take on another reason why I think Chris might do so well on dancing with the stars is not only will she have the fan base, but that girl can walk in heels. And oh I think about this all the time when people go on dancing with the stars, I'm like, the fact that people can dance that fast and that well and do these moves in like stilettos blows my mind. I told my mom growing up, I was like, I could never be on this show because I would snap my ankles in the first rehearsal. (laughs) And I think that low key does give her an advantage because God knows Carol Baskin is not romping around. What is it called? Big cat rescue with (laughs) stilettos on. And so I think Chris shell will actually have a slight advantage in that area.
0: I think that's a great point. So none of these people stand out as like someone that would be inherently good at dancing, you know, cuz sometimes there's gymnasts or sometimes there is who else? I feel like there's other types of cheerleaders maybe or something kind of of that vibe. Maybe Monica.
1: I think I know who's going to win.
0: Oh yeah, okay, let's wait wait. I I want to I want to decide that first, too. Oh, this is tough. I'm just going to I'm just going to make a shot in the dark. Okay. Do people vote? Wait, do people vote? Because I know the judges, like, they give a score, and then how do they, do you know how they decide who goes home?
1: I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure it's a mix of the judges' score and the audience vote, the fan vote. Okay,
0: okay ready? You go first. Well, do we say it at the same time? No, because when we talk at the same time, like, Zoom doesn't allow it.
1: <laughs> okay, so true, but how about right after I say it, you say yours.
0: Okay. I won't change mine. I promise. Okay. Me either. Pinky promise.
1: Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, Caitlin Bristow.
0: Michelle Staus. Ooh,
1: that was my second choice.
0: Because yeah, She's, she's on fire. Like everybody's talking about her and if she has enough skill to get her some good scores, I think that the voters will come through, but we'll see. I just,
1: here's my reasoning for Caitlin is that Again, this has been such a long time coming for her. Everybody, all of Bachelor Nation knows how salty she was. She was never selected for the show. She has a huge, I mean, Chriselle has a massive audience, but Caitlin has the Bachelor Nation. She has her company. She has her podcast. Like, she knows, I don't know. I just think that, and she's she was a dancer, sort of. I mean, she's not like a professional dancer, but I think she's going to be really good, and I think she's going to want this really bad, and that's going to show.
0: Okay, we'll see what happens. But that is the recap.
1: Excited to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, we should definitely watch a couple, and we can do a little live reaction moment. Yeah, why not? When does it air? Premiere. I'm gonna be googling it. It premieres on November 19th. That's a long ass time. Wait, my God, that's after the election. Oh my God, life is gonna be so horrible then. (laughs) Wow.
1: Wait, why did when I googled it, it says June 1st, 2005.
0: Wait, 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 wait. This says. Nine fourteen. oh that is the same thing as what i know <laughs> that's what? september yeah okay wait i'm confused no that was 2019 i was reading never mind okay wait Oh, monday yeah okay great oh my god not this monday
1: okay. when you're listening to this podcast it'll be a week from today
0: <laughs> hopefully no right? way doesn't screw it up
1: wait i'm so excited okay we'll definitely be covering this
0: cool good shit okay let's move on to the next story and what we're gonna be talking about today in this portion of the podcast is Adele. Now, Adele was trending on Twitter last week because of an Instagram post that she put up. Um, I I believe it was last weekend. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, go look at it so you can have a reference for this combo. But to describe the photo, she is wearing, so she's, the caption was referencing Notting Hill Carnival, which is a Yearly celebration of the British West Indian community that takes place in London and carnival as far as I know there's like there's carnivals all over the world and it's all about celebrating that culture and like everybody wears this like garb but we'll get into it but in the picture she's wearing a Jamaican flag bikini top and her hair is twisted into bantu knots and then she kind of has like this little feathery back piece situation happening so There are are several facets to this conversation. Now, the first is whether or not it's cultural appropriation, because right off the bat, comments were flooding in like, oh, no, honey, like, this is not it. You know, this is your you're appropriating my culture. And haven't you haven't we learned anything from this year from the last couple years? And The other side of the coin was like, well, she is dressed up for a festival that's celebrating a culture. Like, it's not like she dressed that way to go to Coachella and, you know, taking advantage of this culture for like a fashion coming out of like, she didn't look fashionable at all. Like, she kind of looked bad, honestly. But like, so it was controversial at first. And then I feel like everybody realized, oh, she's, you know. She's celebrating this event where everybody dresses in this way. You know, what do you thought? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I was reading so many comments on Twitter, and I kind of found these two back-to-back ones, and I think they were really helpful to hear. So one person said, read about Notting Hill Carnival. Why and how it's celebrated? Because ultimately, we can't tell other countries what to do with their culture. This whole look is absolutely normal during Notting Hill Carnival in London. And then another person sort of echoed that sentiment and said, to the people who want to learn something, Notting Hill Carnival started in the 60s in order to celebrate Caribbean culture. Everyone wears this attire in order to to celebrate so this is not cultural appropriation it's a normal celebration ridiculous that people talk about it this much
0: yeah i mean it's funny because like it goes back to we still we 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 kind of mentioned cancel culture a lot, and the general public is very, very quick to say, "Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong." Or, and here's why. And so I think this is an example of like out of context, it could definitely be wrong. But like when you have the context, which she provided in the caption, you had to kind of have the have the agency to understand what carnival is and look it up yourself in order to understand that it's like it's not. It's more cultural appropriate. The cultural appropriate appropriation rather than cultural appropriation but so many people were kind of like jumping on the bandwagon of like this is bad this is bad like I know I've seen this I've been told this is bad and that's kind of the catch-22 between with cancel culture because people think they're doing the right thing and like speaking out but then it ends up being like just a bunch of angry people yelling at each other but I think it kind of ended up like Everybody was just kind of making a joke about it mostly because it's just funny like and especially there's the whole other aspect of like the fact that she lost all of the weight a couple months ago and everybody was talking about it and so anytime she posts like a this photo and uh in particular was more revealing of her body and so that's a topic of conversation and that was kind of the other portion of the story that I wanted to talk about because when she posted i think anybody can remember when she first posted a photo And she looked amazing and, you know, she definitely lost weight from previous years or whatever. But everybody was talking about it. And like her caption, I need to pull it up. So it was this beautiful photo. It was her her birthday. birthday. Yeah, she was wearing like a nice little black dress that had long, long puffy sleeves. Her caption, and
1: I have her caption right here. It says, thank you for the birthday, love. I hope you're all staying safe and sane during this crazy time. I'd like to thank all of our first responders and essential workers who are keeping us safe while risking their lives. You are truly our angels. Yeah.
0: So it was really confusing. And this was one of the, I remember this was back in May and it was one of the first like stories that popped up where I was like, I want to talk about this on a podcast because I was really, Disappointed with how much conversation was going around, in a way I don't. I think it's okay to talk about it, but like, there was a lot of assumptions being made. So there were two sides of the conversation. Went back when she posted this back in May, and there was one side of the conversation that was like, "Oh, she did this too too fast. It must have been unhealthy. She it must have been because of a disorder. It must have been because she was extreme dieting. It must have been because she has an uh, eating disorder." And then there was another side where it was like. Well, it wasn't exactly like black and white, but another aspect or type of conversation that people were having having around her body was like, she looks so good. She's never looked better. Like, she's so beautiful now. And that was also really problematic because then there were people like, okay, well, she was beautiful before. Like, she was talented before. Like, this is the kind of thing that happens when we put value on physical appearance for women. And like, it's, I don't know, I could get into it, but I was like upset about that back in the day.
1: No, it was, I think that didn't get as much attention in terms of a controversial viewpoint, because I think it was super controversial how people reacted to that. And the thing is that, yeah, I saw so many articles from people trying to say, here's what diet I think Adele was on, or experts weigh in on what they think Adele did to change her body, or even people saying, here's what plastic surgeries we think she had done. There was so So many articles, so much coverage of it, but Adele hadn't said anything. We have no idea whether the weight loss was intentional, where it's stemming from, how she did it. And it's, I read so many good articles that were basically saying, you know, I think all these comments are sort of making the assumption that Adele's weight loss is desired and it was intentional. And, you know, like our praise for her changing body will be really affirming for her, but Mm -hmm. we don't know the reasoning behind it. And it might not be a good reason.
0: That's the thing, because if she, the, the, the real, for in my opinion, because she didn't say anything about it, she didn't say, she didn't say, look, I lost all this weight and I'm really proud of myself. And she also didn't say anything in line of like, I've had a really hard couple of months and I'm just wanted to let you all know, because those both would have signaled, okay, one of those, the second, the latter would have signaled, okay, maybe she's going through a hard time. Maybe that weight loss wasn't intentional. And like, that's not something to celebrate But then on the other side of the coin, if she had said, hey, look at my new body. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of the work that I put in and I want to show it off. Then, okay, then I think that is grounds for, yes, queen, like, let's celebrate you. You look amazing, blah, blah, blah. So the problem that I took with it was the fact that she didn't ask anybody to talk. She didn't prompt anybody to talk about her body. And, and fucking everybody was, oh my God, like this photo, this photo that she posted has 12 million likes. And 240,000 comments in comparison to, like, a random one back here. One million likes, 10,000 comments. Like, so that was I, upsetting.
1: <laughs> no, it's so upsetting. And I actually found a really good article from self.com. And the it's just titled, Adele isn't discussing her weight, so why are we? And I mm-hmm. think there's a really good paragraph in here. It says... This public conversation also sends a powerful message to fat people. It tells us that even if we create beautiful, mo- moving music, even if we build an empire of a career, even if we sell millions of records and cement ourselves as a titan in our field, we will still be seen as failed, thin people. It reminds, or it tells us that we are only as valuable as we look and that no accomplishment will bring us the praise and celebration that can only be achieved by becoming thin.
0: So true. I like, I'm trying to, I'm looking at my notes because I remember being so upset over it. And I don't know what it was. I think it was just like, I don't know. It was like the height of coronavirus. It wasn't the height of it, but it felt like it because it was early on and like everything was overwhelming. And I was just like, why the fuck are we talking about this person's weight? Like it just, and I've never really been like very sensitive to public conversation, you know, like I, but something about that situation, and, like, irked me deep to my very core, and I remember I, like, wrote a bunch of stuff out just in my notes because I was, like, I needed to get it out because I didn't want to, like, burden anyone with my, like, sadness. I was so upset, so anyway, back to this photo, I was just, like, oh my fucking god, when I first saw it, because it was becoming a meme instantly on Twitter, I was, like, oh, Jesus, like, not only is she gonna get berated for, you know, this outfit, which initially early on, like, I saw the outfit, and I was, like, okay, I'm not sure like I'm going to read up like see what some people of color are saying like is this okay or is this not okay and after reading up like I think I came to the conclusion that it's fine and then there's the other part of the conversation because she's in a bikini top and tight pants where I was like great like it's going to be another oh Adele's so skinny like situation and I was like preparing myself and ended up just being some memes and like a lot of them were funny but I thought it was interesting to touch on and I really wanted to talk about Adele um, back when she posted that. So I was like excited to sort of recap our thoughts.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like she's definitely sort of living a private life as well. And so I think when I saw her trending, I got excited because I was like, Oh, a new album maybe. Yes, that'd be great. And it wasn't that, but I agree. I mean, I think it really sort of flared up on Twitter and it became a really controversial issue. And then I think once people started talking about it more, I think the the whole topic died down a lot faster
0: totally all right should we transition into our very last story
1: i yeah what a what a topic
0: so tommy lauren and jay cutler now they were spotted at a bar together in nashville a few days ago a source told e news the two of them were having a lot of fun together at a table along with two other friends tommy and jay were passing a bottle of tequila back and forth and taking shots together directly from the bottle the two of them left together then on september 4th um jay got on instagram and posted a video of him with his cow <laughs> like a, a real cow just to confirm <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> and said only lady in my life <laughs> when brushing his cow okay well the caption said only lady in my life be better internet and then tommy what did she she got on Twitter. And she wrote something about how she hates in the media, just, like, assumes who she's dating. and
1: Yeah, it's fun when I find out who I'm dating from the media.
0: Yeah, so that's fine. Let's just just say this. So it's been rumored for a while now that they've been dating. And when things are rumored for a while, they are often true. But I can understand why for both of them, they might not want that to be. Actually, I don't know why. Jay wouldn't, but I don't know. Probably because he just got it. ...out of a marriage. I'm not even sure if they're officially divorced yet, so that might have something to do with it. But either way, like, as much as there's all this corroborating evidence to prove that they are probably not together... I still kind of believe it and I think they're probably going to come out like a year from now saying
1: oh, they together. 100%. I'm so upset by this news and not that I'm even that obsessed with Jay Cutler or that involved in Jay Cutler's life, but Audrey and I were talking about how last year she made me watch Very Cavallari and I loved it and I really loved their marriage. I thought that they worked well together. I don't know why they just grabbed a piece of my heart and I really like them together. So I was actually really bummed when I found out they were getting divorced And he can do whatever he wants with his life, as long as it's not dating Tommy Lauren. You know how you feel about James Charles? That's how I feel about Tommy Lauren. She is the definition of trash. I hate everything she stands for. I hate her following. I hate her voice. And I saw, I mean, of course, in my rage, I took to Twitter because Twitter always has the best reactions. And here are a few of my favorites that I have to share. Andrew Lawrence on Twitter said, Tommy Lauren claims she hates do-nothing losers who earn a paycheck for not contributing, and also now she's dating Jake Cutler." Ah, <laughs> that was funny. Wait, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was a good one. And then I saw a tweet from Nick Morgan that says, it makes sense that Jake Cutler is dating Tommy Lauren because 95% of his passes wound up going far right.
0: Holy shit, that's hilarious. Oh my god.
1: And then my final one that I have to share is that Sean Yu said, if Jay Cutler is actually dating Tommy Lauren, I hope Kristen Cavallari gets back at him by dating Ben Shapiro.
0: I just cannot picture that relationship.
1: <laughs> it just, I just, I had to share those. Those made me feel a little bit better about it. But I mean, I totally agree. I think they've been rumored to be dating for quite some time. And even if they want to sit there and say, oh my gosh, no, we were just, it's just a friendly thing. We're not dating. We're not dating. Okay. Maybe you're not, but you probably will be soon.
0: Well, I mean, listen, Emily, I have to disagree with you on the Tommy Lauren standpoint. Like I love her. <laughs> i just had to see her face I, i'm i'm gonna have to post that somewhere because no. Was, was no you're not I- um just to clarify hang on hang on uh that was a joke okay
1: Okay. go ahead on the sure. clear i'm not even kidding if you liked tommy lauren i would cancel the podcast i'm not even kidding
0: no i would cancel it
1: too oh my god we'd cancel ourselves and then we could do a podcast episode about cancel culture about cancel culture, and that would be the <laughs> final episode we'd be like and this is it because we are canceling ourselves
0: yeah it was just a mini series it was just a social experiment um but yeah no agreed I mean I hate her so much and like she's just the brand that she created like I mean gotta give her credit because I feel like she created it um just being I don't even want to I don't I barely want to I
1: I don't even want to give her a platform on this podcast.
0: No, I really don't. But um, the difference between Tommy Lauren and James Charles is I actually am having like a little bit of like a whole situation where I'm realizing like, uh, did I cancel James Charles? Like, am I trash?
1: You cancel him for good reason. Wait, I have to, I have to cover one more thing in regards to Tommy.
0: Okay. And then also I want to talk about Miley really quick.
1: So one more thing about Tommy, I don't think this made, like, I don't think it was ever trending on Twitter. I don't know how big it got, but one of my coworkers sent this in our group chat because one of our, somebody that we worked with was responsible for this prank. So someone pranked Tommy Lauren, where basically they bought a cameo from her. And I forget exactly what he said that he wanted her to say, but he was like, oh, please just, you know, comment on all of trump's fans that we have trump has a lot of fans in india that just love him so i'd love for you to just you know give him a little shout out so she posted a video this cameo got posted and she quote says something along the lines of thank you to her amazing <laughs> fans in india to you know thank you for supporting donald trump's um, make america great again agenda and then the the person that requested this cameo asked her to basically say like, oh, you know, we, we say that President Trump is wise uh, like an ulu, which, you know, means owl or whatever. So she said that. She goes, President Trump is wise <laughs> like an owl, or as you guys would say in Hindi, which I hope I'm pronouncing this right, President Trump is wise like an ulu. And it means, it's a slang word in India to call someone a fool or an
0: idiot. Oh, wow. Good for them. So I think we check that. Yeah.
1: They got her so good. The prank worked. I think he spent like 85 bucks on Cameo and that was it. And it went semi-viral. I just thought it was a hilarious story.
0: I'm surprised that she's even on Cameo because that seems like a really good place to get manipulated for cheap. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Yeah. And I also just like one more thought. Like I, I don't really like Jay Cutler. You don't? I didn't love him on the show. Like, I thought he was just very, like, passive. Just as a person. Like, I don't think he's, like, I didn't have any, like, bad negative vibes. It was more just, like, I wouldn't want to be married to you, you know?
1: All right, fair. He was just very, I would say, removed from everything.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that has to do with the way they produced it and stuff. But, like, their relationship just seemed... Everyone, like a lot of people that I talked to before they got divorced were like, oh, they were like such the dream couple. And I was like, I felt like they were totally putting on a facade like the whole time. But maybe that was just me. I don't know.
1: Okay, so now you want to talk about Miley?
0: Yeah, I just like want to know your thoughts because Miley was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast and I just thought it was so good.
1: Yeah, so here's my thing. I think in our last podcast, I was sort of talking about you know, I was defending Alex Cooper a little bit from Call her Daddy. I was saying she did a really good job and she tried her best and, you know, she she's getting better. I'm sure it was intimidating, but I still really liked it. I liked the episode a lot. After listening to the Joe Rogan interview with Miley, I've changed. I've completely flipped. I'm like this, not, not shading Alex Cooper. I'm not saying it in exactly. that way, but I'm just saying that I no longer am a fan of that episode because it, yeah. just, it blew it out of the water.
0: A hundred percent. It made I mean, I just feel bad for Alex because I think it made her look really bad. But like, again, no shade. Like when I say that, I'm not saying I could do it any better. I think it would be in- incredibly intimidating. Joe Rogan has perfected his craft for He is like a sponge. He is moldable. He can talk to anybody and they'll talk to him, and he can really get people to like open up. And his interview with Miley was just so funny. Like I highly recommend it. it was it was great to listen to.
1: And I think it's so sad for Alex Cooper because the Joe Rogan interview proved that Miley is willing to talk about a lot. She's willing lot. to be very open and share so much information that has never been shared before. And it just kind of bummed me out because I'm like, if Alex just would have thought about that or maybe would have gone out on a limb and asked those questions, she could have gotten that content. But I think she did want to tailor it to her Call her Daddy listeners. And make sexual, agree. and it bummed me out because this proved that it wasn't an issue of, oh, Miley asked her not to talk about those things or not to bring anything up. Clearly she's willing to chat about it. So it, it did yeah. kind of make me sad that it seemed like Alex had that opportunity and she just missed it. A swing and a
0: miss. A swing and a miss, but everything is, it's like an interview. It really, is. I mean, it's a literal interview, but like, you know, I'm saying like, it's like a job interview Yeah. and she'll get better with time. So I'm not shading Alex, but it was just, a, it's slightly unfortunate, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think I just, it's unfortunate that, I mean, I guess it's better for her that her episode came out first because it probably would have looked worse if it came out after. But again, I just, I think I thought the episode was good. And then I listened to this and I immediately said to myself, and that episode was trash.
0: You had to restructure your thoughts a little bit.
1: Exactly. I put
0: myself on the wrong side. (laughs) It's okay. Everybody has to be on the wrong side sometimes. So true.
1: Also, I just want to throw out one more, uh, one more little shout out to our Instagram. So earlier this week, Audrey and I hit 100 followers and we were really excited because, you know, we still haven't done an aggressive launch or an announcement. So we are very thankful to our close homies, our friends, our family that are actually following us and supporting us. Thank you so much. You guys are truly the best. So we were just proud of that 100 number. We thought that was a fun little milestone to celebrate. And then unfortunately, I think the next day or two days later, someone unfollowed (laughs) us. So we were back to uh, 99, which was a bummer. But then right before we started recording, we got a follower. So we were back to the 100 mark. Very exciting. And then as we were recording, we got another one. So we're at 101.
0: That's amazing. It's truly the little things.
1: It is. I just thought that was exciting that that happened while we were recording
0: honestly like running this podcast or sorry the podcast is great and I like talking about things on a weekly basis but I have so much more respect for like influencers because and to be fair that's our entire job like you and I are both working and does the podcast get the back burner sometimes 100% especially the Instagram because podcast we record once a week but like the Instagram I want to be more active on but it's freaking hard and you have to like do some investigative journalism. So I think we're just going to be very go with the flow, you know, a lot more on the Instagram stories. And we're always checking the Instagram. So if you ever want to message us or request a topic or get our thoughts on specific tea, like you want immediate feedback on our tea, I'm there. But yeah, that's all I had to say.
1: I just realized that when people message us on our Instagram and we reply we never clarify who they're talking to
0: no and i think it's like a fun little mystery yeah let's not tell them
1: yeah i agree keep the, keep the fans listen keep the fans guessing, the fans guessing. <laughs> i was just gonna say keep the fans listening which is also I mean, what we're we trying do to do want to keep the fans
0: listening please
1: <laughs> well i hope All right. everyone has a wonderful week thank you guys so much for listening and audrey any final closing thoughts
0: love you Okay, bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys.